found us. More podcast where we want you to know God more deeply, find lasting freedom, discover your destiny and make an eternal difference. Now. Well, welcome to this week's uh, podcast. Uh, Do you need a little more of something in your life? Well, good thing that you found our podcast. More is what we serve up here fresh every Thursday. Can you smell that? I can smell that. That's more being served (laughs) up right now. (laughs) Well, in studio, I have what Men's Christian Magazine in Northern Michigan has named God's best kept secret, Pastor Ted. Hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. You didn't know that magazine existed, did you? What magazine is it's, it? It's uh, Men's, Men's Christian Magazine in Northern Michigan. Oh, okay. It's nice. a legit. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also have, uh, from an undisclosed location until tax season is over, Pastor Hunter. <laughs> How you doing, bud? Wow, thank you. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, hey, good. Hunter, where are you? I am in the Downriver Detroit area. I mean, like, um, are you at your house? Are you at your office? What are you doing uh, right now? So I, I am. I can't be in my office because my church is flooded. That's uh, I'm right. I am uh, in my youth building. Uh, oh man! Which has been affectionately, my office for the last three months. Is that where church is now too? Where did where are you oh, guys well, we doing got, church? We got three buildings. So we okay. got our main. We got our main church. And we got our fellowship hall, and then we have our youth building. Um, and we've been using our fellowship hall as the as the okay. church essentially. Good yeah. So yeah, that, tell, that's, what, that's originally Hunter. What originally church? Are, what his function was? Okay. So you're Sorry, just go ahead. What's, what's yeah, yeah. Question? What church are you from, and what happened actually? Yeah. So I'm at New Faith Chapel um, in Romulus, Michigan. Christmas Day, we decided, man, the weather's really bad. People down here don't know how yeah. to drive in the snow. Of course. Let's cancel church, <laughs> and so we canceled church. And then I came in Monday morning because I, I have a camp over New Year's Eve, you know, like the New Year's holiday. And so I came in Monday morning to, uh, to get a couple last things ready. Um, and when I walked in, I saw the carpet. We have like carpet runners in yeah. our foyer. And um, I saw that they were a little wet. And I was like, oh, we must oh, have a little no. leak in the ceiling or something. That really sucks. And I looked down the east hallway and the water was just, Oh no. oh no! And uh, no. so then I walk through the water. It's like ankle deep. No. Um, I get to the bath, men's bathroom. Essentially, what happened is is the installation that is above the pipe, the plastic that holds it up broke. So that installation oh, fell geez. on the drywall, and then the wind over that uh, Christmas holiday. I'm sure you guys remember how cold it was and how much snow yeah. we got. Um, it was able to just fly right in and it froze those pipes and broke it in five different places, man. So what, what are you guys Um, waiting on for construction is that you have to clean it all up, I imagine, but then is it just taking a while to get everything back together? Yeah. Yes. It took about a month to like tear everything out and dry it up. Um, and then it took about two weeks to get, uh, like a general contractor hired, um, because we wanted to get the right one. And then now... Now it's just, we got most of it done. There's just like parts of carpet that needs to be finished. Um, then the big ticket items is our four bathrooms are supposed yeah. to be um, completely replaced. And those aren't, those aren't done yet. Oh and my so gosh, those are the last couple things. And my office doesn't have carpeting in it yet. And so I don't want to move anything back in yeah. and then have to move it back out once sure. they bring in carpet. 
Well, so you, man, you're on the tail end of it, right? You got a couple bathrooms, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we're on that's the tail good. end of it. The, the hope was we'd be in for Easter, but I don't think that's a oh, man, realistic honor. possibility at this point. Man, wow. Well, blessings to your church. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, Pete's, man. It, it's, it, it's, in, in a lot of ways, it's been a good thing. Yeah. Um, in, in the sense of there was a lot of updates that needed to happen in that church. And you guys know church. I mean, sure. sometimes uh, church people are a little resistant to change. Right. Um, so you yeah. flood and, the building uh, and now it has to change. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we're, we're not saying anything, though. We're not We're not accusing anyone of anybody, <laughs> yeah, you right. know. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, if it did happen. If it did, you know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that, I think the carpet was like 22 years sure, old or something. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things are good carpet, man. It stayed a lot of church <laughs> on that carpet, man. That's a lot of church, <laughs> some gold, some like uh gold dust or manna from heaven. As yeah. Well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> keep Save that, that water, bottle it up that, and sell man. that man. Keep it. Sell that bottle of water. Well, hey buddy, blessings to your church. That's rough. That's hard. But you know, yeah, it's you. almost because you have three buildings. It's almost like a blessing in disguise that yeah. you have a place yeah. to go, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, uh, we'll get back to Hunter about all of his experiences and fun. Um, <laughs> if you're wondering, yeah, I'm here too. <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Sorry. Ted just took over <laughs> the whole thing. No, I'm here too. Uh, I'm the only person who has an iPhone that won't recognize his face because it scares Siri too much. So, uh, Pastor Alex, I'm here. Uh, Pastor Gary is not here. He is in Brazil still. And uh, apparently he is uh, having fun uh, wheelbarrowing rocks and sand again. Yeah. Third, this is the third mission trip, but I think he's done now where he's had to do that kind of work. Pay a bunch um, of money to push a wheelbarrow. Yeah, pushing a wheelbarrow. <laughs> but I wanted to uh, go to a quick phone call I had with uh, Pastor Amy, and she uh, filled us in on a bunch of stuff that's happening in Brazil. So we'll go to that right now. Hello. Hey, uh, you're, on, uh, you're on the podcast. How are you doing? I'm on the podcast. I'm in the middle of teaching English. Oh, I, I just want <laughs> I wanted to see what you're doing. Teaching English. I want to get I want to get an update on uh well you sound pretty good. You actually you actually know the language pretty well then. That's good. Oh, yeah. Portuguese is super easy. Not. <laughs> hey, uh, and they don't speak Spanish at all, so my Spanish is absolutely useless here. Well, you know, you're working at it. I was just, I was saying that your English is good though, too. I mean, that's, I'm glad you're teaching then. Oh, thank you. I'm so good at English. <laughs> We're doing a lot of repeat after me songs. So we've taught them row, row, row your boat. Yeah. And they've done an excellent job and they uh, did motions to it. We had ribbons that we used for oars and we did um, <clears throat> uh, boom, chicka boom. I said a boom, chicka boom. And they repeat after me. It means absolutely nothing in English, but means nothing in Portuguese either. But they loved it. Um, awesome. What other song did we do? Oh, we've taught them body parts. So we did the song Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes. Yeah. And we're with grade school kids today um, from nine years old down to four. Oh, wow. And so we have a couple of classrooms of them. Yesterday we did the teenagers from 13 or no, uh, I think 11 up until 16. Oh, really? So we're playing games that reinforce the things that we're trying to teach them, English words and phrases. And we taught the teenagers 
um, how to say their name in a more creative way, how to ask somebody what their name is in English. And we said, what's your stage name, Rockstar? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what's your stage name? <laughs> we had to have a little fun with that, you know. Yeah. So we taught the teenagers how to ask in English. We said, just ask people what their stage name is, Rockstar. I love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. didn't even know what a rock star is. I don't know. Yeah, they uh, they compare it to a celebrity. Oh, okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So yeah. I was noticing um, in a lot of the pictures that uh, Pastor Gary has found himself hauling stones and sand again. Yes. We have a construction site. Um, they're trying to build a refrigerated unit. For the local fishermen, there's different, we're at a fishing village, but we're at a bigger fishing village. There's smaller ones that you have to go by boat to. Yeah. And the issue here is that they don't have, um, they don't have the means or the money to bring their catch into the bigger city. Okay. And the people are not paying the price of the fish that they're bringing in. They don't give them a good price so they can't afford to come by boat. And it's the only way that they can come. So... In, our, in the town that we're staying in, we're working on building a refrigerated unit um, building that the other villages, the other fishing villages can come by boat. It takes about like a half an hour Yeah. Um, by speedboat. The villages are that farther, that rural. And um, then they could come and they could bring them to this village and then sell it. And they would get a much better price for their fish than what they're getting right now. And so the problem now is that people are starting to leave the fishing villages that have been here for years because they can't afford to stay afloat on what people are paying for their fish. And they don't have people coming and staying in the villages and paying to fish there anymore because the Atlantic Ocean has changed. So the channel has changed on the Atlantic Ocean. And so it's not very safe to go into the open waters of the Atlantic we went down a channel, but we had to go into open sea for part of it to get to the fishing village, and it's very dangerous. Wow, that's that's amazing. So, yeah, um, that, yeah, it's a that's a big issue with it, and that's why it's so important to get a refrigerated unit here because these villages will end up being extinct. Yeah, if we don't have um, a, a means for them to sell their their fish in a in a in a fair trade. Okay. Fair okay. Trade yeah. Right yeah. Well, it sounds like you guys are doing an amazing work uh, work there. I saw all the, the videos and the, all the uh, pictures and things, and it looks like you guys are having fun, but also doing a lot of hard work. Yeah, we are. It's um, We do a lot of work just sitting, too, by sweating. <laughs> yeah, I sweating saw that. In the hot sun. Yeah. It I, is very, very hot here. It is probably the hottest place I've been. Well, that says a lot. You've been to a few places now, so you got some things under your belt. So it's, that's, uh, I don't yeah. know if I want to ever visit it then. <laughs> it's beautiful here. Brazil is beautiful. The people are beautiful. They're kind and caring, and they're a little shy of us. But uh, <laughs> once they warm up to us, they're, they're um, so fun to be around. And, and so it's been an awesome trip. Well, today's podcast, I'm giving some uh, weird facts about Brazil. So, uh, you know... You'll have to take a listen to it when you get a chance. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, I love you, honey. And I'll see you when you get back on, on Sunday. Yep, Sunday evening. I love you, too. Thanks for calling. All right. Talk to you later, babe. Bye. Bye.
All right. So Amy, thank you for that uh, information. And, um, we're uh, excited to know that uh, the Brazil trip is doing wonderful and people are having a good time, uh, serving the Lord. Um, I, I had some, some weird things that I was looking at this week, cause you know me, I'm always checking out the news and what's going on. And one of the things that hit the headline, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but, uh, you guys know who the, um, Ringling brothers are, right? Yep. Well, um, the Ringling brothers apparently are changing their whole format because there's a lot going on with, uh, PETA. Yeah. I, I guess they bring a lawsuits against them. Have oh, you heard yeah. about this honor? Um, I, I have not. Well, apparently they're getting rid of all their animals. Ringling yeah. brothers, brothers will be no, no animal zone circus fun now. So have you been, have you seen it? I have not. No. It sounds like the, the what circus, what is this, De Soleil or yeah. Circus Soleil yeah, or yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> How do you Cir- see this? Cirque de Soleil. C- is it Cirque de Soleil? Cirque de Soleil, I Cirque think. de Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> Dolay something. But yeah, they're going to that whole format now. Yeah. That's I, nuts. So I took my, Eloise is going to be 13 in a couple months. I she, I'm, she was maybe six. I took her yeah. to Grand Rapids. We saw it. Was there animals in? Uh-huh. Okay, so this is must be a new thing because well, it just hit the headlines. There were people. We were walking in, and there were people like picketing and stuff. And, oh, really? And I gotta tell you, it was like winter time, and we were walking through the parking lot, like yeah. outside of Van Andel, and there was an elephant like chained to like a, a fence. It was a rough look, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> like it, again, like the uh, pita aside, not going down that road, but it was like, man, that elephant. That's rough. <laughs> Just hanging out in the parking lot, like in He's March, like, help me. You know, yeah, yeah it wasn't great. <laughs> I don't know. So For me, I don't, it, I don't hate it. But. Does it seem like it's a little wokeism taking over I again? Mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's I mean, a good question. I'll, I would say, though, the best stuff that we saw at the circus yeah. was the human stuff. So it was the acrobats. It was the, like, people on motorcycles in, in the cage thing. They do, like like the ball, the yeah. cage ball. I'm using my hands right now. No, yeah, no, we can, okay, I can see you. I'm watching you make the shape. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they like drive around and again, more hand motions right now. Yeah. They, they drive around in a, in like a circular cage and okay, have like yeah. multiple motorcycles. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and the acrobatics and stuff and the, you know, the elephant walking in was kind of secondary, but right. it was, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe word association though. When I think of the word yeah, circus, I right. I think of animals. It's right. like Dumbo going to the zoo and, and they're like, oh, we don't have animals anymore in the yeah. zoo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> have Hunter, you taken your kids to your, I, to a circus lately, Hunter? I have not. I, I, we take my kids to the zoo a lot, but we've never went to the, we've never been to a circus. Um, when I maybe maybe it's because my feelings are hurt. Because when I when I was younger, I wanted to be. I was inspired by the Greatest Showman. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You guys have seen that movie. You and were I was younger. like, man, I would. I was <laughs> like, movie's I like would ten love, years old. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Love, yeah, I was like seventeen. I was like, I would love to be like, uh, what what do they call the uh, the ringleader? Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That, that looks like so much fun. Yeah, uh, I am not tall enough. No. Um, well, there's, for- like a, there's like a height requirement. <laughs> there's like an actual height. Why? Requirement. Like, no way. Like, <laughs> Dude, look it up. Because uh, whatever um, company that going started um, in the Greatest Showman, yeah, there's yeah. like a height requirement. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, and I do, I do not meet that <laughs> standard. Well, the day and age we live in, you should be fighting that. You should be fighting that. Yeah, I right? mean, if if a guy could become a woman, you could become a ringleader. <laughs> Jeez. 
Yeah. Even if I am five five, but I'm my license five seven. Yeah. I'm just saying you need <laughs> Hey you, you need go. to I don't know if this is right. This is just need to fight this man. Ready? <laughs> <the> power? <laughs> Ready yeah. for this? Okay, here it is. The ringleader. Guess what they start? No, never mind. Wait. Is that the no, pay rate? No. Yeah, don't wait. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, I'm just having a hard time with this whole idea of everything changing. I, you know, I'm getting older and things keep changing on me. My, my heroes are dying. Circuses now don't have animals. I mean, what's left? I mean, it seems like the apocalypse is here right now. <laughs> what are they going to tell yeah. me next? You know, I don't know. Uh, so based on pastor Hunter's, uh, word that he preached on persecution last Sunday, I wanted to do my best to help, you know, our informed listeners know how they can avoid persecution if they're not one of those that say, yeah, I'm, I want to raise my hand and I want to be, you know, one of those that uh, might face persecution for Jesus. So I, I wanted to give you, our listeners, some things that I compiled about how you can avoid persecution, seven ways that are surefire ways by the experts to uh, you know, to deal with it, to have a life free of persecution in this world. Okay. So I got seven things and Hunter, you can, you can chime in on these. Let me know if any of these are on the list that you were looking at when you were getting ready for your sermon. Um, the first one that I found, which is interesting is that, uh, choose tolerance and wokeism over the truth instead of uh, turning the other cheek, wear a safety helmet. Have you heard that one yet? <laughs> Hunter? Was, was, was that in Northern Michigan? Uh, magazine yeah yeah that was a north oh that was a northern michigan <laughs> yeah. magazine yeah christian men yeah. yeah it's a magazine uh, yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's all right where i saw that yeah. yeah well you know it's it seems like it's helpful i mean if, if you know if you're not willing to turn the other cheek then you know you might well put on something to guard yourself from that i don't know uh another one is a smile and wave when people say there's more than one way to god i mean that you're not really being confrontational then right that is true yeah so why you don't have to worry about persecution uh, you know, that's, they tell people that that's what I was told when I got married to, you know, if my wife tells me to do something, smile and wave. And it's like yeah. that you get that big wide eyed look yeah. where you're, you're like manic looking <laughs> big wide eyes. Like, uh, okay. uh, I'm just going to go get a cup of coffee. All right. I'm out of here. Um, okay. So that was two. Uh, number three, don't ever ask people if they know Jesus, assume everyone you, you see is already a believer. Oof. That one's a, that's a pretty good one, right? That one hits home, man. Does it? Come on. That's like, oh. that'll preach on Sunday morning. Yeah, well, yeah. Jeez. yeah I, will. I will. I'm just thinking, you know, it, you know, why share the gospel? If you assume everybody is a believer, that's good. Mm. We live in a Christian nation. That's what they keep telling us. Oh, so I don't know. Man, Alex. I know. <laughs> bringing some stuff, not some toes today. Dude, every, yeah. Every, everybody <laughs> must be a Christian. Everybody's right. got to be a Christian. Must. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, number four is uh, share your testimony with upbeat dance music. Maybe your skill at popping and locking will keep people from hearing your life changing story. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's worked for me. So yeah. <laughs> I think you guys, you're a youth pastor, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, I know I, I can't clap and sing at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you failed pop and locking in youth pastor school. <laughs> yeah. That class, you got uh, an yeah. F in. Hey, yeah. you keep working on it. You keep working on it someday, someday. I was, you know, get up next time you preach, do a little pop in the lock and, you know, on the stage. Yeah. I mean, uh, pass it, pass it with, pass it with pastor Gary and there uh, it is. I'm ready. Okay. Oh, (laughs) we've seen some of his dance moves on Sunday. Hunter, I was a youth pastor for a long time. Um, did you ever feel like you, was there like a, a moment for you that you realized that you 
like weren't cool and that you like you had you were trying to be the coolest guy in the room and I got to be this was a big deal for me like I was like ah, I got to be the life of the party oh. all the time or I got to and and you just realize that kids think that's dumb anyways yeah, right. <laughs> you just need to be yourself oh I think I tried to make like a pop culture reference yeah, um, yeah. and like it was not in their like they're like I asked if anybody to watch this show in like one like adult who's similar <laughs> yeah. age raised their hand and I was like that's that's kind of tough. <laughs> it, it, it just little lead balloon. That's a dead giveaway. Never <laughs> reference anything in pop culture. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever yeah. do it. Well, and yeah, then I then I cool. wouldn't cry it at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, some of the things I got on my list here that I think uh, you might find interesting is uh, don't make enemies. Is another one that's pretty straightforward. Just mm. you know, if you don't want to be persecuted, don't make enemies. That's right. Uh, next time, mime the gospel message. People like mimes. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, think about that yeah. one for a minute, yeah? I mean, oh, why yeah. say words? Mime. Mime it. Right? <laughs> that's yeah, like... And that, I mean, that that's perfect. That goes right into one of my texts that I use about oftentimes people persecute you not because of what you did, because of what you said. So yeah. just don't say yeah, anything. Yeah. Don't say it. anything, yeah. <laughs> just get all dressed up as a mime and go share the gospel. Right. I mean, I... I it's, think that's a that's a revival waiting to happen right yeah, there. Yeah, it is. That and pup, puppet ministry. Puppet mi- oh, puppet back. ministry. <laughs> um, you know, there. I'm just going to share this story real quick. Uh, we had um, a children's evangelist come to one of our churches, and they had on they they were going to do a puppet ministry yeah. with the kids, teach them how to do this puppet song, and it was the um, the song that uh, the children different colors, red and yellow, black yeah, and yeah. white, yeah. Um, and just so the problem is, is that the dub track that they would sing to every color had a, like a, uh, uh an accent. <laughs> and so you can imagine, <laughs> oh you can imagine that as the puppets are popping up and these kids are doing their little thing, the puppets all had accents yeah. of an assumed idea that of that puppet canceled today, right? Yeah. That would be canceled today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And even I was in an inner city court that our church at that oh, point. And, and I'm looking at my wife going, we're dead. <laughs> we're dead. Because yeah. when it got to the black puppet, it started rapping uh, and it was okay. a white rapper. Uh, and I was right. like, Oh Lord. my gosh, we're, we're dead. Yeah. You, yeah. So especially when you what, cause what, what, what year was that? Oh, that was a long time ago. Hunter. Way before the showman. <laughs> because, yeah. If, because if you look, if, <laughs> good joke. That was good. Yeah. Um, if, if you look at your wife at that day and age and think, oh, oh this is. Yeah, right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it yeah, was bad. Can you imagine today? <laughs> yeah, that was before wokeism. And right. it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Oh, man. Uh, okay, my last one, last little expert advice that I found about, you know, avoiding uh, persecution is never go on a missions trip with Pastor Amy. You'll never have to worry about it then. So don't sign up for any missions trips. So right. those are the seven top little things I can give you to avoid persecution. And I think you should take them to heart. Okay. I really do. I mean, Ted, you, you know, I can give you the list later on if you want it. So okay. you can just put it put it on the wall just in case, you right. know. There's a little, right, right. All right. We're going to take an identif- identification break and we'll be right back. Hey, you want some more? Some more what? No, no, you want some more. I haven't heard anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. When hiring a contractor to tackle your next housing project, hire someone who knows what it takes to make it exactly how you dreamed it should be. 
With over 25 years of success, Sean Meyer Construction brings the know-how to tackle new or exciting projects. Well, after talking with uh, Pastor Amy about the Brazil trip, I told her I said I had some uh, fun facts about Brazil, uh, weird facts that I was wondering if she had uh, come into contact with while she was over there. And I just got uh, three of them that I thought was interesting. Uh, things in Brazil that you never knew that you needed to know about the people and the things in Brazil. Okay. Uh, the first one that they mentioned is be prepared because there's a lot of hugging and kissing. They prefer that over handshakes. Really? Yeah. Oof. And I asked her, I said, is that going on there? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, yeah, oh, yeah. Once they get to know you, boy, they're hugging you all the time. Really? Yeah. How would you feel about that? The the hugging part's not so bad yeah. for me. It's the, you know, kissing oh, on the cheek yeah. stuff, you know? I, I don't know if I could do that. Hunter, are you okay that's, with a that, hug and that, a kiss? That's next level stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can I'll, I can hug hug someone. That's yep. no problem. I don't, I don't, I feel uncomfortable even when people kiss me on the cheek. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Well, you go to some countries. I know that uh, we had some friends that uh, came over from Jordan, and uh, they like to kiss you on both sides of the, the yeah. face. And it, you get that from the men and the women, and that was a little odd, a little yeah, odd for me. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't yeah, do I it. mean, obviously, I mean, do you, I guess you don't really have a choice. Right, yeah, when they're coming <laughs> in on you, it's like, what are you doing? What right. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to avoid it, you know, without yeah. looking like an idiot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you just go with it, and you're oh, like, okay, this man. is odd. This is weird. Yeah, that's odd. Okay, the other thing is interesting is that uh, in Brazil, people like brushing their teeth in public. It's considered good form. Okay. Yeah, I I was I thought that was weird. Mm. But I happened to see a picture that Amy took where they were playing in the water, and somebody actually had a toothbrush in their hand. So that, I think that's verified. Okay. I think it's a verified so, truth. Yeah. So you're just so sitting at like a dinner, a, and they pull out their toothbrush. Huh. And they're talking to you. It's kind of like, I, I'm assuming have, it, like it's like a toothpick, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Washing your hands maybe or, you know, like some sort of, hey, like I'm clean. Yeah, right. Okay. Like they don't want, uh, they don't want to be walking around yeah, with like sure. salad on sure. their, on their teeth or whatever. Right on. Yeah. I don't hate that one. That might be something that we can bring into right. America, Fine. you know. Hunter, I think, I think it's something you need to share with your youth group. Let them know. I, I think it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I think I'll just let them let them know. Hey, this is the way it is. If you're not coming to youth group with a Bible and a toothbrush, then, <laughs> um, you, can- <laughs> then you can't come to church. Uh, <laughs> get on out of here. <laughs> get on. We don't want your kind around here. Um, <laughs> the third one is uh, people in Brazil like to pay for everything from candy bars to TVs with installment payments. No, that is true. You can't buy a candy no. bar and stuff. They, they said in this article that they don't like to pay for anything outright. They'll either barter or try to talk you into an installment. I'm all about barter. Let's bring that here. But you, you're going to pay a quarter on a candy bar hey, and then a quarter. Bar next it's not tomorrow. cheap there. A candy okay. bar. There's probably like the about a five bucks. Sure. You know, to an American. Uh, yeah. You yeah. gonna put like a three musketeers bar and layaway or something? That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Right. Maybe layaway started in Brazil. I'm <laughs> yeah. not sure. That I always loved that. Going to, uh, <laughs> I always loved the barter thing on missions trips. That's super fun. Yeah. Well, I'm not good at it. My wife, uh, I always have to ask her to do it for me because I I will give them everything. All right. It's kind of expected. Well, I always feel bad. Yeah. yeah me too. Guys. Me too. You know, I always feel bad about it. Do you do you buy stuff on the internet? Yeah. 
like you know auction sites or oh no 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 okay so i mean i'm that's it just in real life i don't i don't like it about it you know especially if there's a like a little kid running around the table and that's a mom and she's like yeah it's a plant yeah they just hired the kid for the day it's not even my kid you know right no one there is playing paying full price so why should you well yeah (laughs) my i was so funny my wife and i went to tijuana one uh one year and we were there and I was trying to get those uh, Lucha Lucha mask or what do they call those? Those masks those guys wear. Oh, the uh, wrestling The mask? wrestling mask, yeah. <laughs> of, co- of course. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Alex yeah. needs to add to his costume <laughs> collection. <laughs> so he, well, you, you're like, it, it's just so funny because <laughs> clearly Pastor Alex is like, hey, um, I need wrestling masks. <laughs> yeah, I did. And yeah, I, well, yeah. I wanted her about. I'm not leaving without a mask. <laughs> yeah, so she had a barter for me because I I was next to my dog mask. Yeah, mask yeah. but she got me two masks for the price of one. I'm of just saying. Course. Yeah, so I was I was set up. Yeah, but while she was bartering, the thing was that there was a place I was buying some candy bars from, uh-huh. and they had little kids there. Sure. So I bought my candy bars and then I bought like yeah. waters and stuff and gave it to the kids, yeah. even though they were the ones that were selling it. Sure. You know, I thought, wow, I just help them out. Ah, good. Good job. Well, my wife's just like, that's why you're not allowed to bother <laughs> for anything. <laughs> but I got my mask. That's yeah, all that that's matters, right, man. man. <laughs> the blue blue devil is what I guess the guy's <laughs> name was. I don't know. I don't know what it is in Spanish. Don't well, ask me. Nacho Libre action. I have that mask. <laughs> I actually had that mask. I went and picked up my kids one day with that oh mask on gosh. from school. Yeah. That would awesome. be that would be my youth group joke, Hunter. That would be <laughs> no longer relevant. Like, yeah, right. Like, hey guys, remember this movie not? And they'd be like, huh? Who, who's Nacho no. Libre? What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't reference pop culture either. I always yeah. do that with the office with my kids and my kids are like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you just feel like everyone should know. And like should everyone know. should know every reference. We can go Philly yeah. chili. Yes. Everybody should know. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I think it, it, it did have a little moment there where it kind of came back. Right. Like yeah. everyone was watching yeah. it or I think some Billy Eilish was watching. Yeah, Anyways. well, it's, uh, during you yeah. know, during COVID, you watched all those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah, well, and you know when I mentioned Dick Van Dyke on Sundays, people are like, <laughs> <laughs> about a third of the audience is like, yeah. The other ones are like, who is that guy? Yeah, I, d- I mean, I knew who it is, but I never watched it. Yeah, I watch it. I'm just saying. You still do? It's oh yeah, I love those. Well, you got those uh, channels, yeah, reruns, and yeah. that play all that old stuff. Right I'll on. watch them. You know, hey, is that a thing? I know we're totally rabbit trailing now. Yeah. I was wondering about that the other day. Um, no one watches like late night talk show TV anymore. Those aren't a thing. Like Jimmy no. Kimmel and Conan O'Brien, they just make shorts and put them on YouTube now. Yeah. I it's mean, it's not like a show anymore, right? Well, who's, I mean, most of the time it's always political, right? So who sure. wants to sit there and listen to that for an hour? Right. But I mean, even just the, f- the form of like long, long interview. Oh, yeah. Hour. TV show where there's a like I remember that and being like I can't wait to see whatever band's gonna play yeah and then you know maybe a comedian would do like but I don't think that's a thing anymore I think that's all all dropping off I think I think they've destroyed their own industry by what they did you know by getting so political because it was the whole point you watched was it was fun yeah you wanted to forget about the day you know yeah yeah um uh, Johnny Carson mentioned uh, that when he uh, retired from the industry, he's like, you know, uh, one of the worst things we could ever do is start uh, talking about politics and, and sure. things going wrong in the country. 
And he said that he he said he would never do that on a show. That's why he was so successful. And then now you look at all of them are doing it. Sure. And it's like, they, you know, he was a prophet before. Well, and, and yeah, it's the last thing you want to think about before you go to bed. Right. right? Yeah. It's late at night. You're just like, let me laugh. And I don't want to know how bad the country is. I just want to yeah, have some right. fun. Yeah. 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 Put the animals on the TV. Come on now. Where's the stinking monkey that you're taking away from me in the circus? There's a lot of monkeys out of business right now. I'm right, just saying. Out right, of jobs. Right. Lot. If you're looking for an elephant, go to the Ringling Brothers because they're apparently they're getting rid of everything. They're all going to retirement. It's a fire sale. Get rid of it all. Yeah. What kind of world are we I mean, just saying. What kind of world are we living in when that kind of stuff is going away? I don't know. Yeah, I think now it's like... They'll do like just the, you know, the five minute comedian right. and put it online or whatever. They're not going to do the whole yeah. thing. It's kind of like spliced up. And then the bands they put yeah, on there, I, I've never heard of them before. I know. Alex. Yeah. I know. I'm buddy. sorry, Hunter. What do you say? I, I think, I think some of like the podcast forms have come, become more popular yeah. than even late night TV shows. You yeah. know, uh, uh, famous podcasters interviewing other famous yeah. people. Like I've, some, some of the views that they get on those are, it's, it, crazy and yeah. I, yeah. I think those have really stepped more into the limelight of what people want to see yeah i think uh, you're right than a lot I of think late night tv shows even just even like i know conan's his like i i liked conan when he yeah. was on um i know his podcast is pretty popular and i would i would imagine yeah. it, it it's listened to more than if he i don't even know does well he now he or, does, does like he youtube a, clips all the time right yeah but does he have it does he ha, is he on tbs i don't even know i don't watch i don't watch a regular tb right. anymore yeah so i don't even know that weird yeah and, yeah. and that's, that's, so and that's another thing is not that many people watch just regular tv that you know you would sure. watch even 10 15 years ago right that's, yeah that's yeah kind of it's all becoming a little down. bit more obsolete as we go yeah wild I know. Days. See, another thing changing. The apocalypse is Wild happening. Days, I mean, guys. animals are gone. Talk show hosts are get, going away. What else is going <laughs> to happen? What out? else? Yeah. Next thing you know, they'll be but serving food and tubes. You know what's funny is like podcasts are like radio programs, or so it's just maybe it's just full circle, right? Yeah. Podcasting is like the radio wow. show. Right? Oh, that's deep, isn't it? It's yeah. like the Twilight Zone was a thing, and then now, yeah, you like. Yeah, I listen to the Twilight Zone on a podcast now, right? That's so, weird. That's it? going back full circle. Yeah, yeah just as long there as we don't go. go back to black and white TVs. I don't want to do that. I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we are going back to records. Right. Yeah, that's cool, though. Everybody's records selling stuff on vinyl now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The but, most, I don't know if it is now, but it was a couple of years ago, the most physical form of music media was records really it outsold cds yeah. i mean who's buying cds right but i mean okay yeah, let me just no, there's no real reason to get a cd right but records are really cool they're, they're cool really okay cool. they yeah, are yeah. You put them on the wall yeah. they look oh, yeah. awesome they are oh, cool but, man i got a record player but there's a reason why we got rid of our record players there's a reason why my generation it sounds good, walked man. away from the record because the stupid thing skips you walk in the, i mean nope. this is the thing that happened in my house we'd walk sure. in our house and if you know it was too hard you walk oh, in yeah. too hard, too heavy. The thing would skip the whole time. So you had to sit still or not move. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's why we moved uh, away from it. Yeah. We we listened to a lot of like Christmas records and yeah. stuff. And I promise you, you put a Christmas record on. It sounds like Frank Sinatra's in your corner. Yeah, it's it, they do sound it really good. Yeah, really good, man. It is good. It's that analog sound. Sure. All right. Well, we're going to take another ID break, and we're going to get into Harper Light Bible trivia. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Ted's going to pick out our question for us. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you looking for more? Well, then you found it right here on More Podcast. Stay tuned.
It takes time and know-how to build your dream home. Why not consider waterfront property management and builders to make your next property a reality? Your dreams, your way, that's a waterfront team promise. Located in downtown Lansing, Michigan. Looking for a go-to eatery that has awesome food? Well, Paper Station in downtown Harbor Springs is sure to have your next favorite. From their signature station burger to the golden crispiness of a hand-dipped onion ring, enjoy the flavors that make this a must-stop today. Paper Station. Okay, I just want to say that I was watching TV last night. I was watching uh, something that had commercials, apparently. And they played that song that we used for oh, Paper yeah? Station on nice. that commercial. I'm like, I'm ahead of my time. There you go, man. Ahead of my time. That's sweet. All right. So we are going to be doing uh, Harbor Light Bible Trivia. And if you're new to our podcast, you've never heard of what this is about. We ask you one question, and uh, we hope that you have the answer. And you email it to harborlightbibletrivia at gmail.com. And uh, let us know what you think the answer is. And if you're right, you win some swag from all of our sponsors that we have on our podcast. And you're also... There's some sweet swag, too. Yeah, there is. I mean, we got some great stuff. and Good, good hats. Good, well, uh, and then uh, Sean Meyer gave us... Uh, Sean Meyer Construction gave us uh, Pataki Cheese... Wow. Uh, gift certificates. Yeah. Dang, man. Or gift cards, whatever it is. Yeah. Stepping it up. I know. It's nice. $25 value. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, and so you fill, you send an email to Harbolite, uh, Bible trivia at gmail.com and let us know the answer. And then that name, your name, is put into a drawing for our awesome uh, end of the month gift uh, prize, which is, and I'm holding it in my hand. Ted, what do you think this, those this are, is? Pretty good. Those are pretty sweet, man. Luchador. Is it a Luchador, man? It's a, it's a lucha lucha yes. mask, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not a bad idea, it's a really. Yeah. Picture of Alex in the mask. <laughs> uh, it is a uh, bamboo speaker. It's uh, just Bluetooth the right speaker. size. Dude. Yeah, it's perfect size. It's about the same size as a. It's gonna get warm. You can throw it in a beach bag. Yeah. iPhone yeah. seven. It's about the size yeah, yeah. of an iPhone seven. Yep. Yeah, it's it's. Seven specifically. Yeah, seven specifically. Because <laughs> I'm why seven? <laughs> because the, when you get to the other ones, they're like the size of a laptop. You no, know? this is the. I don't even know what this one is, but that's whatever. We're now <laughs> using our hands again, and no, whatever. You're yeah, good, Alex. It's iPhone good. It's seven. It's an iPhone sure, seven. Specific. Yeah, very specific. <laughs> iPhone seven. Want to make sure. And then you get a picture of our ugly mugs on the front of it. You got a good. No, man, it's great. It's a, yeah. That's a good prize. It's the iconic picture. You of want Pastor this Gary. speaker, listener? Yeah, you, you do. do. It's really really cool. It is. We. Tried them in the usable. office yesterday, and they're actually not bad. Yeah. Uh, Mandy Garber played hers, and yep. it was, I was you, like, Man. You want to, yeah, you do. You need the little speaker. You throw it on the boat. Yeah. Take it to the beach. I it mean. It's a good travel. Yeah. Yes. It's wherever yep. wherever you're at. You And then if you if you have it in your office or your, wherever you're mm-hmm. at, people ask you, like, who's who's that? You know, and you can there tell about some more podcasts. A little advertising. A little advertisement, yeah. Yeah. So that's what you can win. So uh, Bible trivia is uh, the thing that we like to do here. It's harborlightbibletrivia at gmail.com. Send us your, your answer. Okay. And uh, Pastor Ted now has the – oh, wait. Before you, yeah. before you ask that one, we should give him the answer from the last week. You, you know, the, the one that – the question went for last week yeah, was, was question? who died after being eaten by worms – and I, you know what? Disclaimer, I apologize. Uh, I kept saying it was in the Gospels, but I was thinking Acts. But it's in Acts chapter 12, 20 through 23. Herod mm. died from that. That's a bad way to go. It is. With worms. That's now, kind of, that's tough. Isn't that it? Is. Yeah. I mean. Was he dead already? 
No, he, he oh, the worms really? started the process yeah. and killed him off. Yeah, yeah, not great. It's nasty. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, and then try to read that in some of the other translations where it's like reader friendly. <laughs> They'll get very descriptive. <laughs> it's almost like a CSI episode. <laughs> and here it died. <laughs> Getting eaten by worms. <laughs> Is bad, yeah. So reading the oh, King James yeah, it sounds yeah. better. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So Pastor Ted's got our question okay. for today. Here we go. All right. The question is: Where was John the Baptist's head put when given to Herodias's daughter? Ooh. Where was John the Baptist's head put when given to Herodias's daughter? We're just all, you know, these are all by worms. <laughs> Herod is a topic again for another, another the reason, question. The reason I picked this one today was, uh, so my, my daughter Eloise got this, uh, hoodie yeah. and it says giant slayer society on it <laughs> and on the back, it is so cool. So yeah. we ordered this one, they sent the wrong one. I'm like, I think we should keep this one and get the other yeah, one. Right, yeah. So it's got, it's got a cartoon picture of David, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cutting Goliath's head off. Or his head's oh already gosh. cut off, but he's holding it. And I'm like, I, I mean, I it's not super graphic, but cartoon, it's kind of punk rock. You yeah, know, right, it's like yeah. old school tattoo art too. So that's kind of cool. Oh, so I was like, I, I just looked that up. That's sweet. It's it's that's pretty sweet. sweet, right? It's a cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a cool, cool. sweatshirt. Yeah, cool. You're going to have to get one now. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I, yep. Yeah. And it's a Bible story. So there you go. I like it. I like it. I think, you know, maybe <laughs> so you should put in the merch. Again, the question, where was John the Baptist's head put when given to Rodius's daughter? I like that question. Okay. So <laughs> if you know the answer to that, uh, you need to send that answer to Harbor Light Bible Trivia at gmail.com. And uh, you can also see some of the winners on there yeah. that have already won so far. Uh, but Wait, yeah. so do they get the speaker now? No. They that's go, the final That's prize. the final prize. So they, okay. Do we take their name from winning... You know, Perfect. this question yep, good idea. towards that. And so they went swag. So yeah. you're going to win. If you put yeah, yeah. give us our answer, you're going to win anyways. Some cool swag. But you're going to be put in towards the uh, the awesome Bluetooth speaker. Yep. Um, and so uh, that is our question for today. So I'm hoping that you'll answer the question because we've gotten like one or two at a time that have answered. Like yeah. everybody's scared to answer Come the on, question. Guys. I'm Come not going to, there's no judgments here. I'm not going to be like wrong answers on the podcast. No, either, no, no, so. no. We're not going to, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm not judging you if you don't know. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and so read said. your Bible. Come on, man. <laughs> Get super judging. The Baptist head was at. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who is this? Yeah. In the book of Joseph. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't, you know, listen, it's okay. You can yeah. answer these questions. We'll, we'll take anything. But, you know, don't be scared. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me they were nervous to answer the question. I'm like, you're not writing in to the price right. is right. I mean, it's yeah, just yeah. like, you know. It's you reading yeah. an email. Come on. Right. Yeah. You guys got it. Come on. Come on. Send you those questions. You want speaker, too. You got you to oh, play yeah. to win, right? Yeah. You want that nice speaker. I'm telling you. They're really nice. Yep. All right. We're going to uh, take a break. Go to our identity uh, break here. And then we're going to get into Bible talk with uh, Hunter. Well, here's how to have more. Know God more deeply, find lasting freedom, discover your destiny, and make an eternal difference. You're listening to more podcast. Well, has the winter done a number on your beautiful floors in your home? Well, Hamill's flooring with their expert touch of Cliff Haas is sure to have an answer for you. With a large exclusive collection of carpet, and vinyl flooring, your floors will look better than new. That's Hamill Flooring here in Petoskey. 
Well, we are going to look at the message from last Sunday in Bible Talk with uh, Pastor Hunter. Uh, we ended it on a four-week uh, series talking about the importance of thinking with an eternal per- eternal, not internal, eternal. eternal. I, I don't know why I have such a hard time with that word. Eternal perspective, which means becoming aware of how close we are to the coming of Christ. And, and graciously, we have Pastor Hunter with us to talk about persecution and how Christians should view these words from Jesus. Uh, and the focus text that he's going to be talking about is out of Matthew chapter 24, verse 9, which says, then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. Uh, wow, that's that's a great passage of scripture. Something to wake up to every morning. Yeah, that's a man. promise keeping passage right there. Isn't that so, isn't that so exciting? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I know you got one of the, the best topics. I, I loved it how you got up there and you're like, I'm so excited to talk about this topic. I'm like, we're talking about persecution, man. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm to do my best, Pastor Gary, and be excited. Yeah. Well, you did uh, a good job. I just want to say that, you know, everybody was really excited when you came to, to speak, and I know people really were blessed by what you said. Yeah, man. Yep, it was really wow, good. Thank you. Well, thank you. God's really good. So um, talk to me about persecution. It seems like uh, you mentioned in the 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 message that uh, persecution is not something that we're going to be looking forward to, but it's something that we're experiencing now. It's not something that uh, we can just plan on is going to happen about 30, 40 years from now. We're experiencing it right now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of the, you know, the struggles, the internal struggle I think I was having when I was, uh, you know, getting this uh, sermon from my brain onto paper was, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to get worse in the future, but I also don't want to diminish um, the persecution that we may face now. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I talked about that I want to kind of start the conversation like this is that, you know, there's other countries that are facing persecution in ways that the vast majority of people in America wouldn't understand. Yeah. Um, the, the people in other countries who are who are facing death in prison because of their faith, um, and and that's really really difficult. And I think the vast majority of Americans probably haven't seen that, but we have faced some type of persecution. Um, and I also don't want to diminish that if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that it's something that um, as Americans, it's something that's going to get worse, and something that we've been already been battling for the last. Uh, the last few years as far as you know christians are now unable in the workplace to be able to talk about their faith openly you know depending mm. on the places that you uh that you work at there's christians who are facing lawsuits um, mm. because of their beliefs there's christians whose families are writing them off because of because of their belief in christ um yeah. i think persecution is something that's that's real and it's something that i want to be ready for you know in the right now but also in the future um and i and i think if man, if we struggle with persecution now, um, then it's going to be really hard when it ramps up. Yeah. Um, yeah. because right, right now in America, it's, 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 a, it's still hard, but it's a little bit easier than what things to come are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it is, it, it's great to be able to kind of work that muscle of yeah. being, being okay with people getting frustrated with you and being uh, upset with you because of your faith. Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that, Hunter. You know, you you said that Sunday of just, it, it, you know, f- feeling like you're a global Christian and understanding what the global church is, where they're at now, and and I think that that's super important for American Christians. And I really appreciated that you said that um, to know, hey, we do face some level of persecution, and it's fair to say mm-hmm. that. 
Yeah. Um, but we know as, as global Christians, as a, as a, a body of Christ that doesn't just exist in, in one nation, um, that our brothers and sisters are dying for their faith. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. important to remember. Um, and I, I do appreciate the fact of going and yeah, maybe some of the liberties that we had in the past are being chipped away at and, and that's okay to recognize too. And it's okay to be upset at that. And it's okay to, you know, feel like there's some level of, um, persecution, but also it's kind of what's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, yep. that's how the story unfolds. Right. Well, I think that for me, it's, uh, you know, I grew up in a generation where I didn't experience a lot of, uh, sure. of persecution or hear about it. And that's why the topic is so relevant now is because, uh, you know, before when I was growing up, you know, we talked about uh, persecution in China, persecution in mm-hmm. Russia, persecution over yeah. here. And uh, you never re- really experienced it in your, your home country. Yeah. And uh, now all of a sudden it seems like everything's just flipped so yeah. quick. And um, now people that you, because I, I think you sort of had this assumed safety in the United States, like, you know, we're untouchable as far as sure. any of that stuff happening. And I think that's why it's such a shocker now for people my age or older, because it's uh, it's un- unimaginable to believe that now we're in a country where we're experiencing persecution sure. um, for our faith and people are against us. Uh, the government's against us. TV's against us. Mm-hmm. Pop culture's against us. Everything's against us. And we've never really experienced that before. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, I, you know, this is a big one to maybe go down and I don't know that we need to, but... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you thinking about the shooting that just happened in Nashville. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's okay to safe. I think it's safe to say that you can draw a line that that was targeted. That, yeah. That it was Christians. Yeah. They wanted to go out and, and maybe even had a history with that school and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, things have changed. Yeah. Right. Things have changed. Yeah. I, I remember when I was in high school, um, you know, I think it's, I think I've, I've let this, the, this cat out of the bag of, I was a little punk rock for Jesus in high school. That's sort of like my thing. There, there are pictures of me with green hair and studded bracelets oh, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm getting the, getting the picture now. I'm getting the picture now. There, uh, the, um, a friend of mine wore a, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt that said abortion is homicide. Really? Yeah. In high school. And it was like, just, you know, really giant letters and very punk rock. Right. And, um, and he had to cover it up with duct tape, you know, that the administration of the school was having it. And, um, that was like our, our badge of honor. Yeah. You know, like that. You had to duct tape it over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Where, yeah. Which we were probably really stoked about that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. In your face. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that made it cooler. Right. That that, that only excited the behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But but I think that, you know, the reality of persecution and the reality of uh, um, people coming against you is, uh, I I guess where I, you know, in, in my life where I would point to, to times where, I, I, I guess I would say I've experienced that is it's way more personal. Mm-hmm. It's way more like, yeah. you know, people who you're close with who see yeah. the world very differently than you do. And, um, God is an offense to them. Yeah. You know, the gospel is an offense to them and you standing on the, on, on the gospel and you, yeah. you being someone who's going to champion Jesus, 
they hate Jesus, yeah. right? They and maybe they're not even saying that, but it's it's what you stand for as a believer in Jesus. You you are a fill in the blank, you know, right, you're yeah. an X Y Z because, you know, they've had that implanted in their head of that's what a follower of Jesus is, and um, I think that you know, as I was thinking about this conversation, that's been very evident for me of like yeah. the persecution side of it being very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not being, I'm not having stones thrown at me. That's right. that's true. But um, there is this, Ted, you're a knuckle dragger, you know, if you right. believe the Bible's a without error word of God kind of thing. So yeah. And it's becoming yeah. more and more of an issue, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wonder, I was, I was thinking about this, uh, Hunter, when you're preaching on Sunday, I wonder if, you know, things like the internet have made it, uh, more freeing for people to have these opinions that they never had before. Uh, because Absolutely. we live in a Twitter yeah. society, you know, I can say stuff and nobody's going to come back at me for it. And it just seems like our culture is taking that on, not only just on the internet, but in conversation, uh, the way we deal with each other face to face. It's like the, you can say whatever you want. There's no repercussions, you know, and it yeah. just, it just seems like we've gone into this weird bizarro world, you know, where all this stuff is happening now. Yeah. There's a, there's a term for it that I, unfortunately I can't think of it right now. Um, but it's essentially people since the beginning of time has always, they've always had really weird ideas. Yeah. Um, people have always had strange thoughts um, and sadistic thoughts and all these things. What the internet's done is it's given people, a platform. And so when you plug in this weird thing that you're thinking about, Mm. or uh, this strange thought that you have, what you do is you find everybody in the world who's ever posted about that one weird thing. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes you feel like, Oh my goodness, man, this is what everybody believes. Right. Um, the reality is, is 30 people made this post and, and now, now it feels like, no, this is what everybody's saying. Well, it's not, no, yeah, no, it's not what everybody's saying. Right. But yeah, it feels that's, like that's a majority, yeah. Right. And I, I yep. there was some Netflix thing, documentary about flat earth people, flat earthers. <laughs> and no, I'm not even kidding. But oh it, but God. like like it was it was on Netflix's platform. Right. You know, everybody in their in America's got this thing. And the flat earth society has under a thousand people that actually are members of it, right? Yeah. Like so to yeah, to to hearken your point there, Hunter, I think you know, this thing that is like kind of catches the cultural ethos of being super popular and people are talking about it or like, you know, who actually really believes that? Well, not many. Do you really not believe in flat earth? Come on, man. We're not going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there, but when you look, if you look as far as I can see, do you see curvature at all? I mean, come on, Ted. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I mean, that's, that's a valid, valid viewpoint. You know, we're a flat disc flying in the air. He's flying the galaxy. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I, I couldn't help myself. Because we, we probably got flat earthers that listen to us. You know, uh, you know. it's, I mean, if you're going to, you know, if Jesus. you're going to believe that, you'll believe anything. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I think was interesting, uh, Hunter, when you were talking about uh, persecution is uh, the one thing that really hit hard for me was being a Christian undercover. Hmm. Uh, you mentioned mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Being, uh, hiding what you are. Uh, and, and that way you'll, you would not have any problems with anybody uh, you persecuting you if you hide it. 
Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Cause that was, that was really, that really hit hard with me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really wanted to share that because I felt like that was my life for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the lifestyle I lived is I, is I had these strong beliefs in Jesus, but I knew if I let any of that shine, mm. um, or if I said anything about it, that people, that people would know. Um, and so I feel like the only real way that you could, you know, live a, like the only real way that you could, you know, be a Christian and not be persecuted in some way, shape or form is if you just put your, like put a bowl over your lamp, right? Put it over yeah. the light so people couldn't see it. Um, and I think it's a real tension that we as Americans have because we don't, we don't want to deal with that. We don't want to fight that. We don't want to have that argument sure. um, because it feels so unnatural yeah. um, to have that because it's something that's so new. Uh, but it's something that, that we got to be okay with that. Some, some people are, are, are going to get upset with us and some people are going to be frustrated with us and some people are, might hate us. And now I went on to say that it's not a, it's not personally about you. Um, right. and, uh, Ted, I think you talked about that a little bit. It's just that they hate God, right. Um, yeah. that they're frustrated with God. Uh, so it's not personally about you. Um, but it, but it's still something that's really scary for us to do to, to let people know the truth. And I, and I don't think it's going out and trying to find arguments, um, yeah. you know, trying to make arguments with people. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. Um, I think some people do that because they like arguing. Right. Um, I don't think that's what we should be trying to do sure. is going and saying like, Oh, I'm going to make this argument. So I'm persecuted. No, I don't think that either. And I, do, I don't think we should be gluttons for punishment. Right. Um, but I think we should be willing to say, Hey, look, I'm, I'm a Christian and this, this is what I believe. And I'm, and I'm not going to hide it. Yeah. Um, because, because this is who I am. Sure. You know, yeah. Something I was, I was reminded of when you were talking about that was, so my dad's in his eighties and he, he, he we kind of grew up in our faith together. Like, um, yeah, he, that's part of our story is, you know, he, he came to know and have a real relationship with Jesus kind of alongside of me in my teenage years. And, um, I remember him saying, you know, when he was growing up, it made sense for him to go to church. Um, if you were during his time as a child, um, you know, so fifties, sixties, right. When, when you're, uh, if you were a business owner, it made sense for you to go to church because you could kind of rub elbows with people and maybe those people would, um, use your services. Yeah. Right. So if you were a lawyer that your name was out there, that there was some sort of, um, societal equity or cultural equity of, of, you know, that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. And, and he was saying, um, now in his age, he, he, you know, he said, I just don't see that there's any, um, again, if this is the right word, I don't know, societal equity to, to go to church. Right. And so, and his point was, that's a good thing that, you know, the act of faith is really more refined culturally now. Like I go to church, not because I'm going to, you know, receive any benefits culturally. I go to church because I believe this, I need to be fed by it. All the things that we, we know, you know, the life of communal faith in Jesus gives us. Right. But, um, yeah, I think that there's a, that seems to be true, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is this refining of the church, like, Hey, and even with COVID, you know, with pushing everybody home and we're going to watch online, like it just, it, it, it almost feels like it's fast forward to that even more yeah. to go, why are you here? Like, what is the reason yeah. for you to be 
with other believers. Um, what is that, you know? And so I don't know, maybe that, I hope that connects with what you're saying, but well, you know, I, 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 sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, uh, Ted, because I mean, the issue is, is that, you know, when you older, when you're older growing up in the church, the, everybody was a Christian because it was something that was, it was a a badge of, well, I've got good character. Yep. So you should trust me. That kind of thing. So businesses would, you know, definitely connect with that. People go to church for that reason. But, you know, now it's not that way at all. I mean, right. pastors are being trashed. Yep. Uh, churches are being trashed. Everybody's, you know, looks at churches being hypocritical. Mm-hmm. So it's easy. I mean, they're, they're easy to be a punching bag for society. Sure. And uh, it doesn't seem like um, we're ever going to go back to what it was before. You know, yeah. to claim to be a Christian is not anything that other people are saying, well, that's, that's a good thing to have. Right. That's a good person. But to I be. don't, I, I mean, I think, and I know you're, you, this isn't what you're saying. I would challenge the Christian who would want to go back, right? Yeah. I would challenge you and say, look, what we what we know from Scripture is that the bride of Christ will be more refined in the last oh, days. Oh, yeah, definitely, right? like, definitely. There is this greater uh, fervor for his spirit and for evangelism, and, and, you know, we see it, right? In Matthew 24, verse 9, it says, and then... Uh, you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death and you will be hated by all nations because of me. And at the time they will turn away from faith and betray each other. And many false prophets will appear and decide many people, uh, deceive, excuse me, many people because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, mm-hmm. but the one who stands firm in the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And they will all come to an end. That, you know, I do, there is, and there is a little bit of like rustling in my spirit of like, I don't, what was doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. right? What the Holy Spirit's going to do with the church now and, and, uh, and being very, very refined, right? Very black and white of what does it mean to follow Jesus? Like, I mean, we're seeing church institutions, denominations that have existed forever and are just sleeping giants and maybe they need to die. Yeah. Right. Maybe that's part of the refining. Like you have lost the truth of of scripture. You've lost the truth of what it means to be a follower of Jesus or the, has the spirit God of God removed himself from you. Yeah. And, and again, I'm not a burn it to the ground guy, but like, man, oh man, I want, I, I want, a purity of the gospel. I want a purity yeah. of what it means to be sure. a follower of Jesus and not, well, you know, we all used to wear Sunday best and you right, know, yeah. there wasn't a restaurant sure. open on Sunday. Like I get it, but also what is the purity of the gospel? What is the purity of the spirit of God? And so, yeah. Well, if we, if we go back to those times, um, the, the problem is, is that we became very apathetic hmm. uh, because if right. you live in a world where you think everything's safe all the time, then it's real easy yeah. for the the bad guy to to show up and do what he needs to do because you're not prepared. Sure. And I think one of the things that we see with the church today is that if we don't start becoming aware, we don't start thinking of differently, then we are going to be caught off guard. We're going to be caught off guard by all this stuff. But the truth is, this is part this is part of the the prophetic word that Jesus gave. This is part of what's always been in His yeah. plan, and uh, yep. you know we got to embrace it. Uh, what what's your thoughts on that, Hunter? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think um, I think John, uh, 
Jesus says in John chapter 16 that he tells us all these things so we won't abandon our faith. Yeah. Um, he doesn't, he wants yeah. us to be ready. And I think that goes to what you're saying. I think the Christian as a whole, the, the real pandemic that Christians are dealing with is not necessarily COVID. I think it's people um, who they, they, they believe in God, but they, they don't really know him. Mm, yeah. um, cause I, cause I think if you really knew him, you'd really want to share him. Yeah. Um, and in, and if you really saw Jesus as your King, um, you would, you would want to serve your King. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, it does. Right. Cause he's, he's our King and, and he asks us to, to move his kingdom forward. Mm. Um, and that, and that's something that, you know, we as Americans, we, we got to be okay with, we as Christians, we got to be okay with knowing that you know, some, some people are going to be frustrated with us. Um, when, when we do that, but it's, but it's something that despite all of it, still something we need to do, even in the face of pressure and pain. And I think that will bring a refining, uh, because it forces people to really put their money where the mouth is and say, man, you know, where am I with all of this stuff? Am, am, am I a Christian? Because my family has always been that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's always what I've been or, or, or am I a Christian because I have a real relationship with Holy Spirit and a real relationship with Jesus, and I and I want to serve Him. It causes some real questioning in our heart, and and that and that's what we see in other countries. Mm. We 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 see Christianity moving so fast in other countries, even despite the pressure that's yeah. put on them. And I think that goes to the point that pressure is not a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. Pressure can actually be a good thing. More often, cars um, cars have their tires blow out not because there's too much pressure because right. there's not enough right. mm-hmm. and the weight of the car coming down explodes the tire there's there needs to be some pressure to, to keep it together mm-hmm. and 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 i think you're correct in saying that you know some americans christian americans we become apathetic with our faith yeah um and we we haven't taken it seriously and asked the big questions of why do i believe what i believe yeah um and i think that causes us to have a stirring in our heart that makes us realize some things yeah. about Jesus and our relationship with him. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and I, I mean, just to, you know, I think some, maybe some, um, optimism and all that too, is it, it does feel like there's a tip of the spear thing happening in America right now of yeah. just revival and people awakening yeah. to the truth of who Jesus yeah. is. And I, I, I mean, I think that, you know, the three of us could all look each other in the eye and, and with honesty say there are, there are people who want the truth yeah. that they absolutely, absolutely know that they're being lied to by the world that yeah. there's it's, it's proven one more time over and over and over. And, um, it does feel like the spirit of God is moving in a new, um, maybe not even a new way, but just in, in ways that he has had in the past of revival. And, um, I don't want to be a doom and gloom guy. I want to be a guy who's going to celebrate what God's doing because yeah. he never promises. He always promises to be with us. Right. And so, um, right. and it seems like there's something going on. And I, I think part of that is refining process, which maybe isn't always fun, but man, oh man, you get to see God do God like things. And, um, partner with them if you're yeah. open to it. Well, you need authenticity, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. You need authenticity. And I think that's, a, that's the problem is that we, for so long as a church, we've, we played church, mm. but, but now we're becoming mm. authentic about it. Yeah. We're starting to realize that the things that we thought were so much a part of the, the worship praise and ceremony yeah. are no longer needed anymore. And, um, you know, true worship is worshiping in spirit and truth. I yeah. mean, 
that we don't need you know, an extravagant building or extravagant sure. worship. We don't need extravagant whatever. Uh, the authentic, authenticity is coming back, I think, mm-hmm. into our, our faith conversation. Hunter, I want to give you the last word. What do you What do you want to say before we uh, sign off on our podcast here? Oh, what do I want? Anything that and that I would say, um, I would I would tell you I think two things. Um, one thing that I wanted to share when you're talking about revival, you talk about these things. One of the coolest things I've been able to see as a youth pastor um, is how incredible our um, how incredible the Generation Z is, Gen mm-hmm. Z, Gen mm-hmm. Zers. Um, and, you know, they, um, I think sometimes they kind of get a bad rap um, for all the new things that they've created and all, all that stuff and all the things that they're into. But what I've seen is the Gen Z students who have decided that um, they're giving their life to Jesus are so authentic. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and it's because they, they, they live in schools where it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, whether you're a Christian or not. And, and it causes, it causes some people to look at you differently if you're going to live that way. And, and, and it's incredible. Mm. And so That's one awesome. thing I'd want to say is be, be, be praying for our Gen Z students, uh, because, because they, 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 they really go through a lot, especially in public schools. Um, some of, some of the things that they have to hear and see is, is, is really tough. And the wow, ones yeah. that I've been blessed to, to work with, it's, it's been beautiful and amazing. Um, and if, and if you're a listener and, um, you don't have a Gen Z student that you're praying for. I'd go meet one, um, mm-hmm. whether it's your, uh, whether it's a cousin or a nephew. I don't really care. Go find one and get into their life and mm-hmm. pray for them. That's, That's good, um, because they're going through a lot and they uh, they need they need you. Uh, last thing I would say is, hey, just keep going with God. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we don't know what you know the next ten years is 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 going to bring, uh, but I can I can absolutely um, guarantee that. Life, life with God may cause some short-term pain, but it's always going to lead to long-term gain. Mm-hmm. And so, just, just, just keep going with Him. Um, and uh, there's, there's, there's going to be some, there's going to be a great reward in your future, whether that's here on Earth or in Heaven. Um, I'm, I'm ne- not necessarily sure of, but I can guarantee there's going to be a great reward in Heaven. Mm. Um, maybe in this, in this time too. But keep, keep going with God, no matter what you face. That's right. awesome. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to have you in studio with us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. We look forward to your next visit. Hopefully it won't be in a snowstorm. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. We'll tell everybody we said hello and your family and uh, we'll let your, your mother-in-law know that we just uh, interviewed you. So she'll probably be waiting for this podcast to come out. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you guys. Talk hey, to you later, brother. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. We want you to know, find, discover, change with us. More podcast ending transmission. Now.